This is the Aerobic Capacity Podcast, your source for endurance training. Things, though, that I, I really do want to talk about is, is the difference in athletes. And when we have a test such as this, um, it is interesting to me the types of athletes that that perform well because you know interestingly enough that when we do uphill running uh it does take into account a much greater value on your vo2 max your your aerobic capacity your maximum oxygen uptake your ability to utilize oxygen as a fuel but we also know that running uphill requires power and we have these, these two contrasting areas between these, these aerobically fit athletes, right, with high VO2 maxes, and then these, these, these power athletes. And which of these athletes were dominating? And the truth is, is at this level, these athletes all have very solid VO2 maxes. They do. But when we look at VO2 max and the movement of running, we have to divide it by body weight. We, we know that when we, when we run, we have to support our structure. We have to support that weight. And so when we look at VO2, you always divide it by the weight of the athlete. It's milliliters of oxygen that you're breathing in per kilogram of body weight per minute. So the lighter you are, the faster you run. Um, now that's different in the movement of rowing. In rowing, uh, one of the things that they do have is weight classes because they recognize that on the rower, the heavier athlete with the higher VO2, um, their weight is supported by the object, meaning that they don't have to support it. That's why the bigger athlete um, in terms of muscle mass size is going to be faster on average than a smaller athlete on an assault bike. Um, that's why, you know, running is so unique is because the bigger athlete now is on a level playing field with a, a smaller athlete. They've got to manage their own body weight. And that's important. Now, when we look at this workout, one of the things that, that we know is that we're balancing the power demands of going uphill. It requires strength. And we know if we put a force plate on someone's feet as they're moving up the hill, they're going to see much greater force going up a hill than on flat ground. And the other thing that it was a huge equalizer was is the load, the weight. And what surprised me here was, was that most of the women are roughly three quarters of the weight of the men in the field, yet the weight of, of uh, their sandbag was 30 pounds versus 50 pounds. Um, if it was going to be more relative, I would have liked to see the weight closer to 35 pounds. Um, it would have been more balanced. And so based upon that, I really actually thought uh, that the women's finishing time would be faster than the men's. But remember that that's, that sandbag, that is creating greater demands in terms of power output. And what we saw was, is that that wasn't a limiting factor as much as I thought it was going to be. What was limiting them was their aerobic capacity, their ability to move and utilize oxygen. And so we know 
based upon these athletes, flat ground times in terms of running, that that's the one that's going to have the highest VO2. And Matt Frazier coming in, we've got to look at his maximal speed in the mile on flat ground, and it's very close to that of five minutes. And so there's an athlete coming in at about 198 pounds, throwing on another 50 pounds on top of it, which is an incremental difference to him in terms of power demand, but it was the VO2. His ability to move and utilize oxygen was the game changer. Now, the same thing holds true on the women's side. Interestingly enough is that Tia's VO2, Katrin's, and Haley's are really close to one another. And so what we saw on the women's side was the level of confidence that Tia had to take the lead. I think that what she wanted to do was establish that dominance early and show the others that she had done her homework and that she is there to win. And that was the difference there is that in this, the final piece that we must recognize is that the time domain, lactic acid will be soaring in this workout and your ability to move your ability to move those muscles, to keep those muscles turned on under increasing doses of acidity. Because remember, when that's happening, the muscle fibers want to shut down. They want to shut down to make you stop. And your job back at the top of that hill is fight to keep them turned on. And that is where the will of the athlete, the push, all of that training comes into play. And I think that we saw that. That was very, very intimidating.